0: Welcome back to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James Ian MacMillan. I am your host for the day and every day. Today, actually, it's this evening, technically. We have a very delicious guest. He is the newest member of the Stateside roster. His name is Joe Chudik. Welcome to the
1: show, Joe. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on board with the team, too. Joe and I
0: have been fucking around for about an hour already, trying to figure out how to make this share screen <laughs> share audio slash screen thing work and we suck so yep hey hey <laughs> i have an excuse you're the audio engineer I am not.
1: hey i'm not there though so <laughs> 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 trying to do it over skype or facetime i know
0: poor joe i'm like i'm like flipping my camera around to show him all the setup i have and
1: what about this? Where do I plug it in? There? We were close. We were really close. God, we were close, right? But I think we, I, yeah, but it's working. It's working. I think we, we least, got, we got a system.
0: Now I know why it was working before. And now yeah. I know that it's due to the, the Mac, which is insane to <laughs> <The> me. <Mac.
1: laughs>
0: like, I got the Mac for audio. Well, to I be honest,
1: it. Microsoft, I think Microsoft owns Skype. So it could be uh, a little, Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. could be a little conflict there. They're trying to. Fuck us over, yeah,
0: yeah. I think you're right. (laughs) Well, well, welcome to the show, Joe, and welcome to to the roster, my man. Yeah, dude, I'm
1: so excited to the family. So excited! It's it's a good family. Got some big names on the family.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) big names, man. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Just do the the quick five minute bio. You know, some context on your background and how you got into
1: doing what you do now yeah absolutely so preface it all i started drums when i was super super young my dad's an accordion player so my dad's a musician and got me into music super super young and i'm first well i guess now i'm an audio engineer but first i was a drummer I was a drummer and uh, primarily man my uh my friends started playing in bands and then i started playing drum set and we were like how the hell do we put out a demo tape so went in the attic found my grandma's old tape deck hooked it up to a mixer um actually got it to work <laughs> unlike <laughs> tonight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much the same mixer because my dad had a little pa system and we balanced everything by doing multiple takes and started putting out demo tapes and i really liked it and didn't want to pay anybody else to do it because i didn't trust anybody else that's probably my personality but (laughs) do it yourself uh, do it yourself yeah do it yourself why pay somebody else uh but that was just that's me and so i just dove into it and i was 17 when i really 16 17 when i started uh, recording audio, just a couple 57s and, and doing the thing and just doing it as much as I could all the time. Uh, I went to college for music. I did a bachelor's in classical percussion and then a master's in jazz. And then I quit everything for a while and pursued professional cycling. Uh, That's
0: right. I forgot you told me that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I quit as soon as I was done with the grad school I barely made it through. Uh, Finished grad school, quit all music, didn't play the drums for like a year, didn't record anything, worked at a bike shop, rode my bike 400 miles a week because I'm fucking crazy, and uh, lived in Vegas at the time. Moved back to Pennsylvania. A buddy of mine was like, you want to move to Denver? Sure, why not? So I moved to Denver and uh, was a bike courier for Jimmy John's. So I rode professionally on the weekends and worked my day job as a bike courier. And I got hit by Jimmy John's Sandwiches, fastest. I forget the tagline. What is it? Fat- oh,
0: Jimmy. Is that what it's called? Jimmy John's?
1: Jimmy John's, For yeah. For
0: some reason, that's not sounding right.
1: It's not ringing uh, right in Man, yeah, that, this, that's this is right. embarrassing if it's not right.
0: I think you're right. I think I'm the embarrassing one here.
1: Jimmy John's, yeah. yeah Jimmy right. John's. Yep. Yeah. As usual. Yeah, so bike couriers. Uh, I, uh, I got hit by a car and that was the end of that. <laughs> God damn. Not too terrible. Not, not just enough where I couldn't pursue professional cycling anymore. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's well, make the transition into like audio.
0: It scared you or it made you physically. No, it,
1: bike? Physically. So I had a bike accident prior. Well, when I was a kid, I broke my collarbone twice. God damn. This, this is my, this is my, uh, how clumsy I am. Broke my collarbone twice and then as soon as I moved to Colorado, training, I crashed and shattered it. And they put a plate in. And then, yeah, getting hit by the car just like, I don't know, to, it was right at the peak of like where you're supposed to be training. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like It's like a boxer, except it's not a, whatever, 12-week program. Mm-hmm. Uh, to peak, it's a little bit longer. So that was kind of right at the time where you're really supposed to have the highest training load so got hit by the car that season was done and then i couldn't really get back to it so i decided to okay now's the time to make the full transition into music and audio and i just hustled as hard as i could uh, i got an adjunct job teaching at the art institute because i did the master's degree program i was eligible to teach at a university level so that was a great paying job and i saved up and bought a shit ton of gear
2: <laughs> nice
1: shit ton of gear and i was like okay i've got all this gear now i gotta learn how to use it and this is when i really started to craigslist to friends to my mus- musician buddies back to like that high school mentality where it's like i'm super hungry right now and i need this and i want so to learn it so
0: that, what age would that be
1: that so what i consider myself really diving in at a professional level as a audio engineer when i was like Twenty, maybe twenty-four, maybe. Okay. Somewhere around there. Twenty-four. God, I can't do math right now. I can't um, do math. Jeez, no, not on the spot, ever.
0: It's also late uh, at night for you.
1: <laughs> I'm keeping the late. Late at night, and I've been in Pro Tools like for twelve hours today. Andrew, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, two and a half. She's two and a half. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Newish. It's it's yeah. It's still. Uh, one hundred percent, one hundred ten percent every day. You can't take a mental break. It's amazing, yeah. But in Colorado, pursued it full time. Met my wonderful wife. We decided to like to move back here because she's from upstate New York, and she found this beautiful, beautiful house. So
0: that's awesome.
1: We moved out here, Gorgeous. and again, you had to be hungry. Yeah. So I moved into an area I've never been to before in my life. And started making connections immediately, any which way I could. And uh, yeah, and and since we've moved, this has been my main gig.
0: Fantastic.
1: Uh, and Make I absolutely work. oh, making it work, and I love it. And this is I feel like the period that I've grown the most, especially connecting with everybody in this area, connecting with more more of my musician friends in Nashville and getting higher profile gigs down there. And yeah, and now working over at Push MP in Rochester doing uh, post production for TV and video. Yeah,
0: kind of explain to people what Push MP is and and how you're helping Greg.
1: Yeah, so don't hold me to this. Go to the website. It's pushmp.com. Yes, because I am so new. This is literally week two for me, but it's a music and post production house. Uh, if you look at their real, I mean Domino's, Highmark Blue Shield, our um, major BMW, eBay, uh, it's push Dodge MP. PushMP, music, like music and post.com. Okay. Right. And yeah, uh, Greg is the owner and he's absolutely amazing and
0: like, look, look at he all the works with these. Worked
1: with. It's insane. Dominoes, yeah, and this is. Hi, Mark. Uh, and they do sound design. They do mixing for for post production. So cool. Um, and he works with major ad agencies. Um, and Greg's a major player in the industry as well for years and years and years. And this is kind of the culmination of everything for him.
0: I can't wait. So to he's talk taken to Greg. on. We're gonna we're gonna hop on the he, phone tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have a. He's he's an amazing amazing person. I, I'm
0: curious how so, many how many firms are actually doing this kind of work, you know, like ad agency work uh, specific to
1: audio and. I know yeah, well, it's a lot of ads. those firms are are doing everything, so they get they get, they work directly with the major with um with the major brands, and they, as far as I know, and don't quote me on this. So this is my um. I've had friends who work for Crispin and Porter in Boulder, which is a big ad agency mm. um, as well. And they worked as UX designers and, and marketers and ad men and things like that. Uh, but from what my understanding is these ad agencies put together the whole ad campaigns, whether it's web, TV, um, right. radio, and, and, and sometimes they even rebrand the company, taking on such a large... Like, Domino's went through a whole rebranding. Like, Domino's and Pizza Hut were the same thing for a while. And all of a sudden, Domino's started doing... Oh, is
0: that right?
1: Yeah, they, they rebranded completely. And that was Crispin and Porter. In, in, uh, uh, actually, my friend Lincoln was head of that whole campaign. Wow. And they completely took Domino's and went, what can we do wow. to make them stand out from the rest? And they rebranded everything from commercials to the way the store functions itself at the core, the app, everything, the whole pizza tracking thing, mm-hmm. my buddy Lincoln invented that. That's so cool. For when he was working there. He, that, right. was, that was his, his idea, and they've won many awards for that. But that's what those companies do. Some of them have in-house audio and video. A lot of them have in-house video, and then they partner with, uh, right. with a post-production house that focuses in audio.
0: So back so. to the uh, description of them, I just want to read this real quick. It says, Push yeah. MP is a boutique music and sound design shop offering services in the creation and management of music and audio post-production for advertising, broadcast, film, and digital media. And it goes on to say, for over 17 years, we've had the pleasure of working with the coolest advertisers and corporations on the planet. So basically, it says we're a one-stop shop for audio with services ranging from music scoring and licensing to sound design, radio spot production, voiceover talent, and final mix. So That's really cool. I actually, uh, before I started Stateside, a friend of mine, his name's Michael Draper, he moved down to LA to be an actor.
2: But mm-hmm.
0: before he did that, we were in a band together for years, and then after the band kind of dissolved, we we were just talking about, like, what's the next step? What do we want to do? We still want to stay involved in music somehow. And we kept kicking her at all these different ideas of like, well, maybe we could do a record label. Maybe we could manage <laughs> artists. Maybe we could do both. We could have a one stop shot. And we were just dreaming. Then we were thinking about doing a licensing agency. Yeah. Um, publishing. All that but that is really complicated and super Oh my gosh. I can't
1: even wrap my head around it.
0: I mean, you basically <laughs> have to be um you're bit, ba- you're like halfway to being a lawyer at that point to understand uh, licensing laws and publishing laws. It's so complicated. And I did not get into this to be a
1: dork reading a book all day. So anyway, no, I worked for a publishing house house in, yeah, I worked for a publishing house in Rochester, um, that focused on music licensing and sync licensing. And, um, yeah, it was absolutely insane dealing yeah. with that, and learned a lot but the, the, but that's where the money is, man. That's where the Fuck money yeah is. is. Fuck yeah! Dude, is McDonald's dude. paying out for a for for a TV spot is is insane. Just to the audio. Oh, God, I I played. So. In,
0: I always say I played in the biggest band that you've never heard of, <laughs> and the the name of the band was The Days, The Nights. And uh-huh. We had we were pretty lucky in some of our success in licensing. You know, like we, we got on some uh like MTV re world real world road rules challenge, you know, spots, um, some like video game apps, actual video games nice. for PS three at the time. And and then we got one soundtrack in a movie called The Wrestler. And uh mm. it, so Bruce Springsteen did the sound like the main title track for that song. Uh uh-huh. for the movie rather. And then we had one song. And that's all to say that we were a tiny band in Portland that played in front of a couple hundred people, you know, a night, a very small band, but we we had so much success in licensing that I mean we you know, we'd get like 10-15 grand a year in licensing alone. I mean that's that's a lot of money when you're a dirtbag drummer and you're, right. you know, barely paying rent and still asking your mom and dad for money every once in a while. <laughs> like, you know, so um, th- that's all to say there's a lot of money in that in that game.
1: Oh, there is. Oh, speaking of which, I love The Wrestler, by the way. I remember seeing it, and I'm looking it up right now. Oh, cool. It, it's, it's exactly the movie I thought it was when you, you said you, that.
0: Yeah, I wonder if we can find that song, because it's, it's called Her Name is Alice. But, uh, Let's see. Yeah. Let's see if I can. is that because it should? There music. was a clip. Someone put it up on YouTube where our song, our our song plays for pr- approximately three and a half seconds, if if I'm lucky. Um, and that paid for how many
1: seconds? Like three and a half?
0: Under four, I'd say. <laughs> if you blink, you'll miss it. Uh, That's a burp. Uh, <laughs> I wish you could hear the audio. God. Damn it. Ah, oh, I know. It's so annoying.
1: God, there are some great I mean, that's that's amazing to be put on this. Cause what, Madonna has a track on this?
0: Yeah, it was all like a bunch of 80s stuff too like Motley Crue. Tracy
1: and, Guns from LA Guns. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Rat. God, that was my that was where that's that was my first beer was Rat. I know it's Tourbus. <laughs>
0: See, I gonna be the wrestler. the The listeners right now are falling asleep. The wrestler.
1: I just caught. I've got this like IKEA paper lamp in my studio,
0: uh-huh.
1: lit up right now. This is where I'm sitting, and I just saw a big shadow,
2: Duh, like
1: creepy, walk around the inside. And we've been getting these massive like hairy spiders come in the house lately, uh, kind of freaking me out. Spiders there? Not too massive, but, I mean, these are the size of, like, a silver dollar. Sure. Some of them. Big enough, I mean, that's that, that's big enough, especially when you see, like, three a day. Because oh, It's yeah. getting cold, so everything's trying to find its way in. Not cool. Not cool. No, not cool. Okay, it's just a ladybug. I, I just noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so it must get really cold there in the winter.
1: Yeah, like, zero is a good solid average, I think.
0: Zero is zero <laughs> like, that's
1: not that's not that's zero i remember the one the first year we moved uh the the heating pipes froze while the heat was running through them
0: oh my god it
1: was god. that cold yeah Jeez. yeah
0: how 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 much snow do you guys get there
1: <sighs> i don't know what the average is but i know we are we, we only have about a foot or so just consistent on the ground. It's windy up here, so it blows around quite a bit. So it doesn't really hang out on the roads too much. It doesn't hang out on our property too much because we got fields around us. Um, right. But, I mean, there's, there's times where our dog goes out and all, all we see is uh, ears.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all you
1: see is ears? <laughs> all we see is ears, yeah, and, and, and she's hopping. That's adorable. Uh, and we've got this little guy now, too, and I don't know how he's going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> he's just going to disappear. I <laughs> have <laughs> uh, some pictures where, yeah, all you could see were ears.
0: You know, so. it's, it's funny, Joe. I I always think that, like, at at heart, I'm a West Coast boy, like, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. I'm from Southern California, and then I've been in, you know, the Portland, Oregon area since I was 12 or 11, something like that. Mm-hmm. So kind of half and half, majority of my life here. Anyway, that's all to say, I'm just West Coast. Like, I, I I feel West Coast. I I vibe with that that tempo and all of that stuff. But whenever I go to the East Coast, I, I there is a part of me that feels like I'm home. You know, it's a little bit more... Um, people don't fuck around on the East Coast, man. They're no. a little bit harder edged. They're uh, especially like Massachusetts, New Jersey, Philly. New York.
1: Oh yeah, especially as you get closer to the East Coast, the closer to the coast, for some reason. Yeah.
0: Now to I don't know fair, what it is. You are on the north part of Upper State of New York. It seems. To yeah. Be a lot so more we're laid more.
1: Back. Yeah. So people think Upstate New York. Well, the the typical term for Upstate New York is like, fifth. You see studios and other people saying, "Oh, I live in Upstate New York," and they live fifteen minutes north of the city of New York City. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, but I don't think that's real New upstate New York. That's yeah. like it's like yeah. suburbs of New York City. Now we're we are east. God, it's a six hour drive to the city from here. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it's wow. a six hour drive. I did that drive in one day when we first moved. So
0: New York is really the New York State is really long north and it's south. It's massive. Lines, right, but it's kinda narrow east and west.
1: No, it's still pretty far east and west. Is it? It's like because of the way it's shaped, I think. I don't know my geography, but um, it's probably up. very close to being as far east and west as it is north and south at its longest points.
0: Okay, New York State square it's, it's, miles. It's, it's So the entire it's massive. state of New York is 54,556 square miles. Now get this. So that's big. <laughs> now, check this shit out, bro. Oregon Why when you miles. Google... Is 98,466 square miles. Wow. Yeah. I just big dicked you, man.
1: Yeah, he did. Big yeah, dick. He did almost double. <laughs> almost <laughs> double. Yeah, I got that almost big dick double.
0: energy, bro. You ever
1: yeah. You about big yeah. dick energy? I have never heard about it's big the type dick of energy, energy. You want
0: to tap into, Joe. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't have a big dick, you just act like you do. <laughs> <laughs> just keep your head up, bro.
1: Now, aren't you happy oh, that I'm managing good. your career? I am. I am. Yeah, I, it's,
0: it's a disaster.
1: <laughs> you. No, I, I think I do a worse job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better. Right. I'm getting bad No, right. that's that's man. That's why I reached out to you. Yeah, man. Because I I, I did I followed Travis for like for a long time. Like back when he was in his, when he first, almost first started his Instagram account, I ran across Travis. Forget no how I found out about Travis. Maybe it was a Pensada thing. Cause I know he was on there at mm-hmm. one point. He it might've been, it might've been that or something. So he was, in man, but I started in
0: Hewitt at the time.
1: Yeah. He was probably. Watching. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And then I started following or he popped up on my Instagram thing and I started following him then. And then I saw like, Oh, He's with stateside, yeah. and it was like, "What what made what made him make the jump?" And I only saw positive things. Um, and at the time, I was looking for management as well because that's just a that's something I know. It's one of those things that you can see that you're bad at, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs>
0: yeah and and to be fair it's and it's it's almost like a well, it's not something you're supposed to get good at anyway i i mean I don't think like you can, and we've talked about this before mm-hmm. there are there are people who they don't need management I don't think management is for everyone i don't not for yeah. producers and engineers but there is a there is a level when you get to the n b a you know when you when you're Rick Rubin or you're Big name producers, uh, I, I promise you they have management. And it's not even oh, yeah. it's not even an option at that point. Cause there there's simply the workload's too much, there's too much money at stake. And uh I just feel like why not start now while you can and, and take all that stuff off your plate that like so what aren't you good at? I mean, let's talk about some of that stuff. You're probably not yeah. good at like selling
1: yourself. Not good. No, I'm awful at talking about something. You can ask my you can ask my wife. The I am like she she's my best spokesperson, but right. like I I I I I'm terrible at that. I'm too nice. I think I'm too nice. I'm too yeah, sure I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure I can do that. Oh, what's it gonna cost? Oh whatever. Right.
0: It doesn't like, you feel I like hope, a shit.
1: You don't wanna I don't wanna and and then when I do have that kind and maybe it's because I've set myself up so many years like that. That yeah, when I actually do go like, OK, well, it's going to be it's going to be this. Yeah. And these are the terms. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, well, I don't know. I'll guess I'll go with somebody else.
2: Especially people and
1: know. I think it's because I'm just really awkward at it.
2: Yeah.
1: And well, and also and it's fair, always been a thing and it's always been that awkward conversation. And if it does end up working out in a in a in a fair sort of situation, I don't know what it is. The artist just never comes back. And I'm thinking, well, it's got to be, there's this one common theme and it's me talking about terms and agreements and contracts and expectations and all of that. Right. And I just work better as when I can be that guy working in the music and keeping that, um, as the, as the priority. Yeah. And then let somebody else handle the, the logistics of everything. Right. Cause I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a pushover for that sort of thing. And I've always been, I've always taken on way too many gigs in my life. I remember gigging, double booking gigs all the time and still doing both of them somehow. And, <laughs> and I've always been that guy. And so
0: well, now having like, a family and what, you can't do it. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. So, you know, without giving too much sort of personal Financial information, but yeah, one one of the people I represent, Ryan, Ryan Lewis, Mm -hmm. he he's been bogged down with some mixes right now. He's mixing, actually, a band from Portland, and he's down in L.A. doing his thing, and he's also engineering on top of that. He's he's busy, and so he's actively, as you know, (laughs) in a dark room for ten hours a day, right? Yeah, and Ryan is very old school with this stuff. He like he'll turn his phone off you know, when he's with a client or if he's mixing. It, he's so hard to get a hold of, but mm-hmm. it's because he does that. I mean, he, he's like, I'll get back to you when I can. Uh, I'm present in the moment with the client. And so that's all to say that all the other stuff doesn't stop. It's not like emails stop coming him his way. It's not like people stop reaching out to him. It's not like deposits still need to be collected from clients that are going to be booked in the future. All this stuff is still happening. And so in the yep. past couple of weeks, they're – there was a couple outstanding invoices we had for a past client that is uh, through a label. And as we Mm -hmm. all know, labels take for fucking ever to pay. And they, for some goddamn reason, insist on cutting a check. At least a lot of them do still. (laughs) So they historically were really good about uh, paying and, and getting the checks off in label amount of time. And anyway, there was a couple outstanding invoices that just weren't coming our way, and so I, for the past couple of weeks, I've been playing a little detective and, and trying to figure out where that stuff is. Who do you get a hold of at this huge? I mean, they're a corporation. You know, who do, who do you talk to? And luckily, right. I had one good contact there that helped us to, through the the problem. And you know, I just kept thinking, like this whole time, what what will Ryan have done? I know what he did in the past. He would have just done nothing because he can't. He physically, logistically can't. He's he's yep. busy. His mind and soul and skill set is doing something else at the moment. So he can't track down this. I mean, by the way, it's not, it's not peanuts. It's a lot of money that's owed to this person that mm-hmm. he would have just been letting go by for, for a lot longer. Eventually it would have came. But it just would yeah. have been a huge headache and he probably would have been paid six months from now. Um, yeah, and
1: spent a little bit more time, Yeah, time that it doesn't have, tracking it down yeah, and man. making sure everybody's staying responsible for it.
0: Yeah, and it's like we've talked about in the past. When you see, for me at least from what I've noticed, the most benefit from management is when you're busy. Because that's when you yeah. start seeing, you're like, oh, this is a whole different thing. This is a project management opposed to... Yeah. Um, which a lot of people, you know, we've talked about this before. I think a lot of people think that, okay, well, I'm a an up and coming guy, and I, I want to I want my career to take off, so I'm gonna go get management. It's like, no, you need to be a guy that has a career. You're doing something, then you go get management.
1: Yeah, and management is different. A lot of people associate it with a booking agent. That's right. As a and like as if a booking a booking agent for a band. Mm-hmm. A booking agent's job is to get you gigs at the venues. Right. And that is totally different no. from a manager.
0: The only thing that gets yep. you gigs, as you know, is relationships
1: and your yep. reputation. Yeah. That's it. Especially in the audio industry world. Yeah, man. Yeah. And a band know? will have a booking agent and a manager. They'll have th- those are two separate yes. things. And a label. And a label. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like so. actors have agents and managers. Yep. Agents get them the movies. They give them the get scripts, them the auditions. The offers, yep. And then the management works through that process, just like me and yep. you do through you signing to work with a band. Okay, this is the rate, blah blah blah. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And for some reason it's Do you ever watch that show Entourage?
1: Slightly. Yeah. Slightly. A couple well, of little things it's, here.
0: It's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's terrible, but I love it. That <laughs> kind of thing. I would say it's Sex in the City for men nice (laughs) but that's kind of the ongoing joke in that show you know they're always like what the fuck why do you have two guys what's the difference between a manager and and an agent Um, (laughs) you know from the outside in it it does look like there's an awful lot of people around this big actor guy but then when you start diving into like oh there there really is a purpose for both people
1: yeah there definitely is and i guess that's where people get confused in in as an audio engineer because we we don't have labels that we can sign to necessarily. Yeah. Um, very few engineers are label engineers. That's just not something that, no. that 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 comes about every day. And that comes again from all the stuff that leads to to you being super super busy. That that helps get that name out there to be able to be eligible for even that position when it becomes available.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we don't have booking agents so to speak no so management is really the only thing yeah it's a totally different thing so people just people who don't know think yeah james i signed with james and and he's gonna get me all the work in the world and i'm gonna be rich and famous and and no that's not how it works i mean when we first started we when i first signed with you was a couple couple month two months ago or whatever Mm it we just announced but um, I was slow. It was my, it was my dead period. Yeah. So we talked about things to keep, keep myself relevant and interesting and gain notoriety, so to speak. But now with working with Greg at push MP and now I'm what there this week, I'll be there four four days a week, four out of the five days of the work week. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's, it's like, I definitely see exactly. Yeah where management Project makes it different, especially working on a podcast and then doing a mix with the label and then going there. It's, I don't have, by the time I come home for the day, I don't have the time because I come home for the day and I have to do more editing sometimes, depending yeah. on, on the schedule. And I don't have the time to sit there and email and and write invoices and, and do all of that.
0: Or that band that emailed you a couple weeks ago, and you just yeah to, there's so much lost money for people. Yeah,
1: because, and a lot like, of it is so super busy. timely. Yeah. 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 You gotta respond in, in in a very timely fashion, otherwise that band's gonna go somewhere else. Or they probably emailed five different people knowing yeah. that. So
0: Yeah, it's a it's an interesting thing, man. The, the longer I'm doing this, the more um I I'm realizing how many different aspects there are to it. You know, there's so many I wear it so many different hats. Project yeah. manager, I'm admin dude, financial guy, uh the guy in the corner when you go into a boxing match. Like I'm just the guy yeah. to talk it through. Sometimes you need to just vent. Um you know and, and Yeah, I mean I mean so it's been things. great
1: for me to just like bounce things back for you. Should I do this? What what are your thoughts? And, right. And you putting it back on me to make me to make me think. I'm a team a little guy. Bit. Is this, I've,
0: I've always yeah. been a team guy. I've either been in a yeah. band my whole life, only really recently in my 30s have I not really been in the band. But majority mm-hmm. of the time I was, and I grew up with like eight best friends, literally. I mean, you should, you should see my wedding pictures. I had, I think, 12 <laughs> groomsmen. Wow. And anyone that knows me knows that I that wasn't being excessive. Like, you, there's just no option. I couldn't have not had any <laughs> of those people. And everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you got to have Stefan, you got to have Chris, you got, you know, all these people. Yeah, like you just had to have them. But anyway, I'm going off. But yeah, I mean, no, I think no, being no. part of a team is is so important. And I think in audio engineering, mix engineering, and being a, a music producer, often you guys are are seen, and you probably feel like a lone wolf. And that's oh common. yeah, absolutely. You can still do that, but be a lone wolf. But still have that den, you know, still still have the the pack of wolves that you can you can confide in. And I
1: mean, yeah, it's that. scary. It's scary doing it alone because you have that always that constant thought in the back of your head that somebody else is going to get the gig. Yeah, always. And you don't have anybody to put that back on you and tell you, no, well, if somebody else gets the, well, you're the best one for the job. And if they can't meet you where you need to be, that's fair then that's okay. That's, that's okay to say no. It's okay to pass on that. That's okay to... yeah. Or maybe maybe this is a good opportunity for you to, to take this yeah. gig So and to have that outside perspective.
0: Yeah, the thing I like great. about you is... I mean, there's a few... I like that you, you're a worker. I like that you say yes to stuff. You know, there, oftentimes people get pigeonholed in, well, all I do is I master. All I do is mix. I am a producer only. It's like, well, cool. Uh, You know,
1: I, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that, but not yet. I I don't, not yet. yet. I'm not, you gotta eat. Yeah. I'm I'm not Chris Lord Alge. Nor do I want to (laughs) be. Not yet. (laughs) That's a different story. And so like, you know, (laughs) Brian
0: is the same guy. You guys are workers. Neil's a worker, you know, like, yeah, I'll edit your podcast. Yeah. I'll go work for push MP. I'll be a staff audio engineer for you. And you know and then but then maybe next month you'll be tracking a band in the barn and you know it's you look there you'll co-songwrite with someone you'll go play drums for a band for a couple of weeks like you just did you just got mm-hmm. back from a short tour
1: a little tour out felt like forever but uh, i know
0: how how <laughs> how many days
1: That was uh when i left on a on a thursday was it thursday, thursday evening and came back sunday night um yeah. But there was a day that ran into the next day. There was a three-hour lull between the show and when we needed to wake up to go to the airport. So this so it was just really a, a
0: long weekend run.
1: Yeah, it was just a long re- weekend Isn't run. Isn't
0: crazy? How like poor that
1: felt like a month to you? Yeah, but it, it, it did. Sucked. I mean, the first night was night. You get there, you meet everybody, you hang out. Normally, you're staying at the place you're playing. So then you have a two o'clock show, two o'clock lobby call for a, for sound check. And then that's when it actually starts. Right. And then you see, so you have that first day to kind of like prepare yourself for the next three that are going to be full run-ins because you're staying three hours from the airport, which you need to take a 6am flight to get to the next show. That's in the afternoon. And yeah, the, you just you, you end the show. You go to the hotel room. You pack. You sleep for an hour. You wake up. You drive for three. Hop on a 6 a.m. flight for two hours, and then drive another two hours to the show, right in the sound check. And you left your hotel at two in the morning, and you don't get to your next hotel until 11 p.m. at night. Right. And that's and th- that's what they pay you for, though. I know. That's what they should pay you for, because you're not getting paid for the hour and a half show. No, I mean, really, that's what your job you're is there, but you still, but you're other on hours. 23 other hours and you still need to be responsible for those other 23 yeah. more hours. You just can't be like, oh, cool. We're just, we're just hanging out. No. Um, very few instances do, you, do we get three day runs where we're in the same venue, then it's a little easier, but most of the time it's like, okay, we're paying you because we know you're going to wake up and be responsible mm-hmm. at two o'clock in the morning and you're going to be responsible the night before. Yeah. And you're going to make that lobby call and you're going to make the flight and you're going to have all your ducks in a row to make sure. And you brought your passport if you're going to Canada and, and all of that. And you're not going to forget your passport. Right. And, and all of that stuff. On. Is you're always, always on. on. Yeah, you're not going to leave your guitar pedal case somewhere or my cymbal bag. or. No, no. Yeah, it's it's always on, always on point, always checking. And then the show actually seems easy yeah, compared. It's the easiest part. It's the easiest part is sitting Absolutely down to play. The I know you sitting feel down like you to play. Rest, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You it's feel like you gone. rest. You feel like you're at home. You feel comfortable. And even if you're not 100% solid on the show, I mean, you, you've been do, as long as you've been doing this for so long. It's you yeah. can fake it. You can, you can, fake, can it. fake it and make it look pro because that's what that's what you do. That's what you
0: do, I know. And it's it's so funny. People <laughs> that don't have never toured or never been in a band on that capacity, they don't understand. There's one thing that people don't know. Here's here's a terrible dark secret about touring. <laughs> you're never alone. Ever. You're no. never, ever, 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 ever alone. And if you are, then that means you're in the Rolling Stones and you have millions of dollars and you can go hide or, in a hotel room or something.
1: Yeah, or you got thing? left behind. Or Yeah, like almost <laughs> famous.
0: <laughs> I'm only the fucking lead singer! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something's terribly wrong, where you're like, okay, I'm I'm alone. But where is everybody else? This is not this is not right. Something something is off. They leave without me. That's happened to me before. Yeah, no, I yeah. Mean, I, mean, I mean, we did it last, the last last run. Our, uh, our one of our guys was like, okay, we're he's not making lobby call. Can we drive? We're 15 minutes from the venue. Can the driver come back and pick him up? So we left him. Yeah, that was it. It was like screw this. We're not the five of us don't feel like sitting in the van for another 10 minutes. So we're just going to go and, and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. And not that that's right, but at least we had a plan in, in, in place for that. But
0: yeah, Tour rules are different than home rules. You can be a, yeah. more of a dick on the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cutthroat. Bro. I mean, these are nice because we do get our separate hotel rooms. It's a little bit more of a. Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Oh, that's yeah. We lit. do get our own hotel rooms. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That's, that changes. Everything. And
1: normally they don't see us. They're good about this. Because because it's for a it's for a company, it's for a talent agency they book us when we fly we sometimes if we do fly on the same plane they're not seating us next to each other we're at least an aisle apart mm-hmm. to give us our space we have different hotel rooms See, that's and great. that's about it that's, that's about it but there but there's times yeah there's where there's six of us jammed. The usual tour thing six of us jammed in a van for mm. a five-hour drive mm, um oh, the and van. the last van we were in it was the bumpiest highway roads and there was no shocks it, it felt like we had four flat tires oh christ i mean that sounds terrible <laughs> i mean our spines were i laid down i had the, i had I had a whole row i laid down so but everybody else was <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a pretty pretty fun pretty fun drive but
0: yeah. Are you seeing my share screen still?
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Let's talk Let about uh, some some current events, things that are going on in the world, and we can get Joe's perspective on them. So did you see that Paul Allen died?
1: I did not.
0: Yes. Paul Allen, the Microsoft co-founder. Co-founder,
1: yeah.
0: dies of cancer at age 65.
1: He's 65, man, that's sad.
0: He had complications of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hmm. that's young, man. That's a bummer. God, even billions. Yeah, wow. Get away from that.
1: No, when, how old was Steve Jobs when he died, too?
0: He must have, I think he was even younger, to be honest. Yeah, I think he might have been younger.
1: 55 to 2011. What would that put? Yeah, wow. When was he born? Yeah, no, 1955. Died in
0: 2011.
1: 1956. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nobody, nobody's immune. Alan, just, just scary.
0: He was the owner of the Portland Trailblazers, the local NBA team. Oh, I didn't, world. I didn't know that. And he also was the owner of the Seattle Seahawks.
1: He was. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's where I recognize his face then. Because yep. I didn't know too much. I never knew too much about Paul Allen.
0: Yeah, he's kind of probably more famous up here in the Northwest, I'd say. Yeah. You'll see him at basketball games and running wow. in the Northwest. He gave a ton of money for charity and stuff, big philanthropist.
1: Oh, I see that. I'm reading right now. Yeah.
0: Yep, that's a bad one. Yeah. There's been a lot of, a lot of celebrity deaths
1: in the last, yeah, the last year or two, from from celebrities to to film to audio. It's it's been it's been kind of crazy.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, it's especially shot. It's some of them you don't even hear about, especially watching like the Emmys and, and the Grammys when they do their tributes every year. You're just like, whoa, I know that guy. I know, I know that, I know that actress, um, and you don't even realize that they're gone sometimes, which is just scary and sad.
0: Here's a, a new story. Oh, we'll go back to the. I'm
1: gonna zoom in here.
0: Hold on. Oh boy, this is a terrible, 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 terrible thing. Man accused of flying out of state, cutting off penis of ex of ex's new boyfriend. What? Uh, This stupid fucking article. Go back, motherfucker. I'll read it from my phone. You can look it up on your end. Okay, so a Tallahassee man was jailed in Illinois and held on a $1 million bond after he reportedly reportedly flew to Chicago to confront the new boyfriend of his ex-girlfriend, the Chicago Tribune reported. Um, So it says, Justin Foster, 28, is charged with the attempted murder. Get this. He went to Atlanta, caught a flight to Chicago, where he rented a car and located a man who's allegedly dating his ex-girlfriend. He's accused of hitting the man over the head with a tire iron what? before carving his initials into the man's leg. Then he cut off the man's penis and threw it over a fence before leaving him in a pool of blood.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And then returned to the airport and flew back to Atlanta. What?
0: Isn't that great? What a cool guy! Wow! What a nice fella! Uh,
1: how do you get to that point? I know. How? (laughs) How do you you get to that point? I mean, I mean, come on! The the flight has got to be enough to sit there and think about it a little bit. I know. If that that even does cross your mind, yeah. That's a that's a lot of just sitting and waiting to do something, yeah. And that is not like that's not like. Well, I just I just felt like it was in the moment. That's right. totally premeditated a fit
0: of rage or whatever.
1: But yeah. how do you have that much rage to last that long? Yeah, we all get a little a little flustered at times, but normally it takes a couple minutes and you. Yeah, and you yeah, man. It's, chemicals are a crazy thing in the brain.
0: Isn't that crazy? Man. But to
1: actually,
0: wow! Oh, and they're saying that that guy, he has a how, bunch how do of you, brain damage now too. Wow! And now he's going to wake how up. How do you then
1: man. find him in the street? What that's the mean? other thing. Like, oh, you
0: like how do you track like, him down?
1: How do you track him down? I don't know. I mean, that's scary,
0: terrifying. Yeah, like
1: because it I'm just sure. says approach the man on the street.
0: Yep. Yeah. Like. He probably tracked her down and then went from there. That's the problem with social media. You can pretty much find anyone, anytime, wherever they are.
1: Yeah, because you can try it. You can, yeah, depending how active on social media you are, you can triangulate where you're at within a given hour sometimes.
0: Oh, yeah. And we're all just telling everyone where we're at and what we're up to.
1: What we're doing, yeah. It's Pretty nuts. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank that's
1: that's why I'm not on Facebook. No, <laughs> 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 uh, that's Facebook. right. You
0: don't have Facebook.
1: I don't have Facebook, and I know we, I know I should. I know I should for business purposes, but man, it's just yeah, we're, we're, with all the security breaches and everything, it's it's scary. How much of your information is is just there? Yeah. No is there, and especially like like us that our business is to make ourselves aware to other people like yes we're targeting a certain audience but anybody can find us yeah i mean it's scary too you look at these major studios and it's like oh yeah here's our address it's like god it I was know, different it's... different 30 years ago 10 years ago or 15 yeah now it's like, oh, yeah, here's where we have multi million dollar worth of equipment.
0: I assume this is where
1: I'll be for the next 12 hours.
0: I assume you've seen the uh, the whole Kanye West visiting the White House.
1: I have been trying to forget. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> is that bizarre? What Man, I, so I I followed. I, I looked up the Saturday Night Live thing as soon as I heard about that, and yeah. I was like, okay, what is really going on here? This is kind of crazy that that whole story with Saturday Night Live. And then I saw that in the news, and I immediately was like, I can't, I can't. I watched the clip, and I was like, I can't even think about this anymore. My brain hurt after Saturday Night Live, Ugh, and so strange. <laughs> It's just, (sighs) you know,
0: technically, there's not, it's not like there's something wrong with a person visiting the White House. It's not that. It's just that it's so weird that it's Kanye West and he's off his fucking rocker. And like, the, you know, Trump is so used to being the guy in the room that's like the ego and the person talking and everyone just shuts up and listens when he talks. Yeah. And it's like the only time on video where you can see Trump just with his arms crossed.
1: Totally Christ.
0: quiet,
1: just, just nodding.
0: Completely yeah. awkward, just listening to this nutbag go on and on and on.
1: I really wonder what was going uh, through man. his brain. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, but that takes guy. me back. We uh so that that happened. What what day did that happen? Because it was like I'm trying to think, like a week ago. Something was that like a that. week ago? Week, yeah. So it might have been right before. So when we when I was on tour. We were watching... We always do silly things in dressing room, and we're watching all these videos and, and shit, and uh, it might have been right before the, the Kanye thing. We were watching... James, have you seen the James Brown interview? Um, if you Google... If you, Go ahead. If you Google James Brown interview, it's from like April 4th, 1988. Okay. It is the... <laughs> Interview 1984 ever, 1988. Just James Brown interview
0: 1988. Okay, let me see
1: here. This
0: thing, this. Oh, I think I remember. It's like this. Oh, is this James Brown's strangest interview ever?
3: Are you out on love or out of love? Which is it? Out on love. (laughs) How long from night to night you find me? Now, James, this isn't the first time you and your wife have had a problem. Are the two of you going to be able to work this out? Let's talk about some music. You oh. want to talk about music, and yeah. you don't want to talk about what happened? <laughs> no, it's all over. Well, let's talk about your tour. When are you leaving? We're <laughs> no, leaving tomorrow. <laughs> and where are you going? What is he wearing? Rio de, Rio de Janeiro <laughs> <laughs> and
1: São <laughs> Paulo. Look glasses, man. Fuck, man.
3: Now, your so, like, your fans classes. will have read all about this, James. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you concerned yeah. about <laughs> that? No, thank No, I'm I'm because there's nothing wrong. What? And what are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? <laughs> I'm going to say, I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. So much cocaine. Well, that's the second time we've heard that in two <laughs> days. That's very interesting. Now, don't leave us, James. You stay right there. I'm we have gonna more leave that we have something. to talk about. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be Come doing on, on the tour. Huh? what What'd you say? What are you going to be doing on this tour? I'm going to be Where doing. You, Papa's got a brand new bag, living in America. Sex machine, get up off of that thing. I feel good.
2: <laughs> Jam. Jam. Oh
3: now, I understand that you Jam. have Real. already. James, I have to ask you one serious question here. I have understand you already have started divorce proceedings. Does that mean that you're now eligible? Oh, no. Yes, I'm eligible. Yes, I'm singing. <laughs> I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle. <laughs> yeah. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh?
1: Because I look good. You look good. I smell good.
3: good. I feel good. And you sing good. There's no way you make love good. good. Oh. Well, there we are. I make love good. We got that from the source. (laughs) There there you are. (laughs) Now, you're involved in publishing a gospel magazine. Tell us a little bit about that. The Second Coming. It's, uh, it's out of Augusta, Georgia, as anchor, Joseph P. Young is the editor, and James is one of the advisors, and we're doing a fantastic job. The Second Coming, it features, uh, on this week, I think we have the Pope.
1: And, I think uh, we have the Pope.
3: I believe the, the, Williams, the Williams brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last, uh, next week, we're going to have Reverend Al Sharpton, I think, on the cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be doing a lot, a, lot, a lot of good things, and hopefully we'll get Brother Ted Turner on the cover. Ted, what? where are you at? James, we want to thank you for having, for being with us today, Wait and a giving us the opportunity. Oh, is there something more you want to say that we yeah, haven't covered? Yeah, I've got a of things. Okay, I go love ahead. You. I love America. I love everybody. Well, I feel good. it sounds to me as though you're not troubled by any of this at all. This is a man's world. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us of that. Every once in a while. We forget, we remember remembered again. James, good luck on your tour. Dude. Thanks for being with us. I guess we're going to hear lots more.
0: <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. So much cocaine. So, so much, much cocaine. It's,
1: it's, he, he just responds in, uh, in his set list. Yeah. Song names <laughs> and lyrics. <laughs> Whole thing. Do you want to oh, talk about mind. that? Yeah. And you notice he goes, Yeah, no. Yeah, no. All the time. Every question. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: it's so annoying when people say what all like what? Huh? What? And then he, you know, he heard her. He kept yeah. saying what? And then goes, because I'm good in bed. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I smell good.
1: So I feel good. <laughs> it's a man's world.
0: <laughs> By the way, there's no way that James Brown smelled good in
1: 1988.
0: <laughs> Do you see how greasy he was? Yeah. <laughs> He looked like a sausage.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Gross. Gross, gross, gross. (laughs) Um, Here's another piece of news. Richard Branson is launching. Wait, where did I go? Richard Branson is launching a new U.S. music festival in 2019. says, quote, as we move into space and cruise ships and hotels, it's important that we keep our roots through things like festivals, Branson says, of planned Virgin Fest. Ah, crazy billionaire Persian fest putting together a festival that could be good actually. Depends on oh. who does the booking, but we need some good music. Well,
1: music now that war tours, war tours done. Yeah, man. Right? I mean, is that that is that is yeah. that actually
0: this done, was done? the last one?
1: I never I never looked it up, but I just I just heard word of mouth it from everyone. Yeah. this so. this past summer yeah. we
0: just had was the last one. Wow. Yep. It says, after 22 very enjoyable and successful years, 2017 was Virgin's last V Festival, Branson wrote. At Virgin, we know firsthand how important it is to keep innovating and changing things up, which is why it is now time for us to look at new ways we can disrupt the industry to ensure music is a force for good. So that was the V Festival apparently ended, which started in 1996. I remember that one. There's some good shows from that.
1: Oh, wow. I never, I never, I never
0: went. Yeah, so the new one starts in 2019. Um, where is it going? So it's going to be somewhere on the East Coast, over near Neck of Woods. Awesome. Let's see. Launching a gigant, giant music festival. Well, 32 million people go to music festivals every year. Previous tent poles, such as Bonnaroo and Sasquatch, saw their attendance... Attendance has dropped significantly in recent years. Sasquatch announced it will not return in 2019. I didn't know that. Sasquatch is a really big Northwest festival. Oh, wow. Yeah, Four yeah. Years. No,
1: I knew of that.
0: Yeah. You know, the the tour industry is really crazy right now, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Because there are some genres that are, like, totally peaking in numbers. Like EDM, that whole scene. Mm -hmm. It's just on fire. Like those festivals, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. And they make a ton of money. There's a lot of the production overhead is much smaller because it's only one act. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think the, the old school model that we grew up with, with four to five guys in a band, three to five guys in a band with, you know, three semis worth of gear, a couple tour buses, that whole moving circus deal. That's pretty tough. That's tough today.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, the only, man, the only guys I know doing that are big big country artists. Still got that. Um, One Republic, yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's there's bands like One Republic, Imagine Dragons, that kind of, the bands that like mash a bunch of genres into one thing, those bands, Mm -hmm. they're not really any genre.
1: But even then, I don't even think they're carting around right. Massive. I mean, I mean, they've got it to the point where they've just got it located in in multiple places. But I know the big country guys are are, are dragging the buses and everything. so mm-hmm.
0: yep um, every week, Joe, I do a movie pick of the week. okay. so I'm gonna before we do the movie pick of the week, I'm gonna give an honorable mention to first man. Which is a movie with Ryan Gosling where he's playing uh Neil Armstrong, the first man to walk on the moon, obviously.
1: Oh yes. Is that out now?
0: It's out now and it's really good. I really enjoyed it. The Did the you guy, see it? Yeah, me and my wife saw it the other night. It was really good. Oh
1: man, I wanna go see it. I yeah.
0: Really good. Really good um good spin and good take on that sixties NASA era. Mm-hmm. I think – too often, it can be kind of too feel-goody. You know, like, I love Apollo 13. I love that that whole thing. But it's a little, like, um, not corny, but it's it's much happier than it actually was. You know, you have to understand that a peop- lot of people died. A
2: yeah. A really good
0: movie, uh, The Right Stuff, covers a lot of that stuff. The All the test pilots in the 50s all the way to the early 60s who were testing all these these crazy vehicles and jets i mean literally there are guys who would just take a fucking jet and fly straight up to the atmosphere and neil armstrong was one of them and you know they just like poke through the atmosphere and just for a second they see space and then wow. they crashing back down and countless crazy died to get us to space countless people you know like the the rocket or the um what do they call it? Not the rocket, but the thing where the guys sit in the shuttle, the, uh, the
1: the capsule The
0: capsule. Yeah. There's one terrible fire that burned up three astronauts all at once. Yeah. I
1: remember reading about that.
0: Yeah. And so anyway, it, it kind of covers that and like the, the reality of the, the families impacted by these men being gone all the time. I mean, they're gone mm-hmm. all the time to do one of those missions, not just while you're in space. But to train and to be at NASA, they were gone for months at a time on end. You know, and they they barely even saw their children grow up, and it was quite a sacrifice.
1: Yeah, I mean, even the the Apollo movie, it kind of kind of hints at that a little bit. So
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I thought it was really good, and it it kind of gives you an insight on Neil Armstrong and some of the struggles he went through. It gives a real human take on on him and and that story. It was remarkable, mm-hmm. c- completely fucking crazy you have to remember that like in the 60s dude there's no cell phones people barely even had a toaster you know like technology was so different back then you know they make that joke in Apollo 13 that you know Tom Hanks says something about yeah they can fit this computer in this in this room you know one computer (laughs) in this in this room something along those lines yeah yeah you know that's the technology we were working with back then And, I mean, dude, you have to be brave today to go into space. You know what I mean? You have to be real tough to just get in a fucking rocket and go up to space today. But imagine doing that then, when no one knew anything about it. No one had ever gone.
1: Yeah, nobody's been there before. Yeah,
0: Yeah. no information. You don't know what it's going to be like if you're ever going to get back home. And, dude, it wasn't like, because I had this impression that, they York, you know. They just went to the moon. It's like no. There was a bunch of missions before that that were failed and were super dangerous. You know, I did not know that either. One of the shots would just kept spinning, and they didn't know why. And it got to the point where they almost passed out. Just fucking terrifying. And this is all happening in space in the sixties. Wow. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Super anyway, crazy. Yeah. That,
0: that was my honorable mention. I've been talking about this for a long time. But <laughs> go check it out, First Man. Definitely. Okay, so moving on to the movie pick of the week. This week, I am picking Bad Times at the El Royale. This was a fantastic movie, really fucking funny. Um, who directed it? I should have had that ready. Um, and Drew. Drew.
1: Drew Goddard. Drew
0: Goddard. That's right. Yep. And he's done a bunch of stuff that I love. Drew Goddard. He produced The Martian. He wrote The Cabin in the Woods. Really mm. hilarious horror movie. Um, he did, what else did he do? Um, let's see. World War Z. He did a bunch of Lost episodes. Oh, wow.
1: Clover that was Stone. a good one.
0: Yeah. He worked with Joss Whedon a lot like Buffy the Vampire mm-hmm. Sl- Slayer and Cabin in the Woods. Anyway, uh, uh, you know, that's all to say. I definitely love all the stuff he's done. And it was it was really cool because me and my wife went to go see it yesterday, and we just heard that it was good. We didn't know anything about it. We didn't know what it was about. We didn't even know who did it. And by the way, we we see movies like twice a week. We, we go all the time. Nice. Nice. You know, we also don't have kids, so...
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and so anyway, we went we went into it just sort of blind, not really knowing a whole lot, and that's a really fun way to go see a movie. It was, you know, you know, it's just kind of unfolding in front of you. And yeah, go without any any. Yeah, it is so original. Um, I you know I don't want to ruin anything. The trailer won't really tell you enough either. Let's just say it's really fun if you like Quentin Tarantino movies. Yes, you like this, yes, it's the same awesome kind of vibe you know like really funny really pulpy a good soundtrack uh it's violent but in a good way it's it's kind of dark anyway it's fantastic so let's awesome uh, let's watch the trailer here do you have a all right we'll, on your end? i've got it right up here yeah okay let's do a three two one go okay three two one play
3: First time at the El Royale, you have the option to stay in either California or Nevada. I always wanted to stay in the honeymoon suite, even though I'm not currently on my honeymoon. <laughs> what are you doing out here? I got a job singing in Reno tomorrow. Don't pay nothing, but uh, singing singing. <laughs> this is not a place for a priest, Father. You shouldn't be here.
0: It's a little too quiet in here. It gives me the willies.
3: I only watch who they tell me to watch. Who's they? Management. Did you think you could just take what's mine? I wouldn't come a hunting.
2: No, I figured you would, and I'd be ready when you did. Are you lost, Father?
3: Can I confess something to you? I'm not really a priest. It's a game. It all starts with a simple choice. Would you mind opening the door?
2: No, I ain't gonna do that.
3: Which side are you on? Right, wrong? God or no God? Red or black?
2: I've done horrible things.
3: So, everybody, shit happens. Get the whiskey.
2: Can't take my eyes off.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh man, that looks good. Yeah, dude. I did so see great. I did see previews for the short ones on TV.
0: Yeah. It was great, man. It was it was really fun. Super fucking it was really funny and everyone's in it. Like it's one of those movies yeah. that kept revealing different people. I mean look at oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Town, Crazy. That's um, Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson. She's in much stuff. John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. Nick Offerman.
1: So yeah, that, that looks, looks like, like a. Yeah, it doesn't give too much away in the trailer either. It's reviewed really you don't, well. You, really, you, you kind of get the idea yeah. between the title yeah. and.
0: You just know some shit goes down. It's fun. Yeah, but they don't really tell you the story. Ooh, there's another movie I'm really excited to see that comes out tomorrow, or no, the 19th, so Thursday, the new Halloween remake.
1: Oh yeah, I saw previews for that last night. Huge horror movie buff, and that looks really. Yeah. So far, actually, I think the the original one was on TV the other day, and uh, my wife was watching it.
0: Is your kid
1: getting dressed up for Halloween? Yeah. What did we talk about doing? We talked about Jurassic Park. <laughs> Which yeah, Jurassic so she'd be a dinosaur. Oh, and then, yeah, that's cute. That's too man, I, am, I love Jurassic Park. I'm terrible at names. So I don't remember anybody, but the main female and main male character would be my wife and I and then little dinosaur like Audrey. The
0: first Jurassic Park?
1: yeah first jurassic park gotcha so
0: yeah, yeah what's the name so sam neil oh grant dr grant
1: dr grant, and grant and yeah dr ellie yes
0: so i'll be jeff goldblum's character i'll be malcolm
1: <laughs> <laughs> jeff goldblum is my favorite We'll just so I don't I, I'm not i am not a big movie buff. I don't know too many actors names. My wife is always like, "Well, you don't know who that is. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know who that is." I don't, but I know Jeff Goldblum. He's and it's from <laughs> because Jurassic Park was one of my favorites as a kid and Independence Christmas. Day. Oh, hell, yeah. <laughs> Independence Day. And I, I think I tried to wa- I think I tried to watch the new one. It's terrible. It's I I, I lasted we put it on and I was like, Oh, this is the new Independence Day because it was on TV or something. Yeah. It was on like and man, I made it a minute. I made it a minute. I, 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 I went, you know what, this is I feel embarrassed watching it.
0: It's so Some of those funny.
1: movies where you just like you're like it's you're, you're, hilarious. Yeah, and that first one was so good. So good. I know So good. But yeah, you just <laughs> maybe it doesn't need another one. Maybe yeah. you just watch the old one over and over again.
0: Well, Joe we're about an hour in let's uh I, we always do a ceremonial pee break and I have to piss super super hard so I'm gonna okay go, I'm gonna go pee real quick we'll um, do whatever you want to do in that time and then we'll do a couple more things we'll wrap this thing and let you get out of here
1: awesome awesome all right I will be right back He's got Pro Tools open, so uh, almost did, some
0: work.
1: <laughs> did, did 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 a little bit of work, automated some tambourine. Always always a good.
0: That is such a, <laughs> that is such a you type of person to do. You gotta yeah. be always just finding a way to fit something in. I
1: find that. Uh, you, you gotta you gotta go with it when you're in the mood. I gotta. is <clears throat> so Joshua. I don't you haven't spoke to Joshua yet. I don't think um, from the label third and james um, oh, um
0: yeah, we're, we're trying to do
1: that yeah he, he wants to pick it. your brain about a million things too he uh, he absolutely loves who you are and what you're doing oh cool so he just wants to pick your brain because he wants to use you yeah. for things too well, so so there there then. are some there are some opportunities there because he's cause, i mean he's running the studio and running the label so oh, um, he's like as long as it doesn't infringe on what you're doing with him Joe I'm like no not at all It's this is, this is going to be amazing if the two of you can work together so but no he sent me mix notes back for this new track mixing for Kayla and uh, I mean it was both of our faults we went a little too pop with everything <laughs> so we're dialing it back to a little bit more country um, seems to be a lot of what I'm working on now so just trying to Country? rearrange some of the track and whatnot. I mean, because we're... You yeah. know our agreement, but we're both invested into the arts equally, so... Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, let's do a couple questions for you. Um, okay. And then we'll let, let you get out of here and,
1: and go back Sounds to, good. to your bed, because I know you have to get up tomorrow morning. The bed, bed is... Yeah, bed is uh, <laughs> 10 feet away, <laughs> so... You <laughs> Are you doing this in your bedroom? No, so the little studio I have in the house is... It, the instagram post i posted was the birthing room so this room i'm in right now was a room they would give birth in in this house oh, there's actually a goodness. hole in the floor where they had the drain for everything yeah. to go down no, no way down yeah it's right behind the api console well, there's a hole cool. yeah yeah in the floor um but since the the previous owners put a bathroom into the right of me. So there's a bathroom and then our bedroom's behind me. So it's like this in-between room between the, the, uh, the bedroom and the bathroom. And it's great. It's a small room with vaulted ceilings. There's a servant staircase behind me. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool little room and it works perfect because it's far enough from our daughter's room. And Yeah. It's great. So
0: Let's do the rapid fire questions and don't worry about being rapid with your answer. Okay. That's the irony of this segment. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Do you prefer, and I think I know the answer to this. In fact, I know the answer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you prefer mixing or producing?
1: Mixing. Yeah, you knew the answer.
0: You know, I think there's only been one person... I I pretty much ask that question to every producer or mix engineer that I have on the show. And I think there's only been one person that's answered producing.
1: You know what though? But if you think about it, like, like I'm mixing right now, like, well, not right now, but, but this track I'm mixing, but I'm also producing it. I mean, I'm, I'm determining the overall way the, I don't know. You can think of mixing as producing. If it's producing, sitting down with a band and working through ideas
0: When I say producing, Um, I mean like engineering as well. You know, you're tracking, you're tracking, and you're you're uh, helping coach performance. You know,
1: take yeah. No, I don't. I don't like it as much because you got to keep that. You got to keep yourself separate. You got to keep. You got to be invested, but you also have to be not emotionally attached, and that's hard.
0: And that's also. It's also in real time it's harder
1: you're, yeah. You're, you're in yeah it's a lot harder people
0: when you're mixing, but it's you're,
1: also it's, it's also fun in a different way but yeah. at this point in my life totally. I enjoy the mixing. I enjoy the I'm mixing because, because I feel out. like I'm at, I'm at a <laughs> peak not at a peak but I feel like I'm I'm kind of dialed into my process yeah. in my flow in, in mixing. So if I was doing more producing which I was a couple of years ago I, I, I probably would have said producing but gotcha. different time different place.
0: Okay, Um, one tip, what would be one tip that you would give bands that want to book time with you as a producer? And then what one tip would you give to a band that wants to book time with you for mixing? Let's assume this band is a young, unsigned, more of a rookie-type band.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a band that, young, rookie-type of band um, that wants to book time with me producing, so that would be producing and obviously engineering and recording it. Right. Um, like practice something
0: that would help them make the the process go smoother and easier, both for you and for them.
1: Practice individually. Practice. Make sure you you know your instrument very well. Um, listen to your listen to who you're modeling your band after, who your who your idols are, and and try to sound like them. Not sound like them, but technically try to get to that point. Because mm-hmm. there's only so, so much I can do producing you. And engineering you, if you can't play the drums in time, um, right? I can't help you. Right. I can't. Right. And there was a and, and and to speak to that instance, there was a younger band that I worked with recently. Well, not recently, maybe back in January or so. It was band metal band Invictra. and man, they came in on their first record on fire. They had a direction. I produced. I produced them, but man, could they play? Didn't even have to edit the drums, anything. We just did takes and comp them together. Right. And uh, unbelievable. And then when, you ha- when you're when you at that level, you can say, because in, in producing, you have to be able to direct. You're directing the band a little bit. You're saying, hey, that idea doesn't work. Try something else. Yeah. Well, if you aren't technically proficient on your instrument, that's going to be frustrating for both of us.
0: Producing is like the equivalent to directing in film.
1: Yeah, directing in film, conducting an orchestra. Directing. Yeah. So you have to be you have to be at a level where I can do that to you. Because that's what you're hiring me for. If
0: the actor is no
1: good. Exactly. Yeah. So that would be my biggest tip for producing because I can help you define your sound, but I can't help you master your instrument. Gotcha. I can motivate you to, but if you're coming to me at that point and you're wanting to, to pay me, let's 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 make it easy and let's not get to that point where you're spending your money on something I can't help you with.
0: Now, so And I don't say, want to see that either. Let's say a young man approaches you and they've already tracked, either with a different producer or themselves, and they mm-hmm. want to hire you to mix their record. What's something that you can, what's a, you know, a piece of advice you can give them to help that process go better?
1: Yeah, that's a little bit of a tougher one, but um, to help that process... Let's, let's say that Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll, take, we'll take out of the equation that the, the tracking was done well. Okay, so yeah. it's good takes, they perform them well, and they're giving you something decent to mix. What's like a I mean, what do you what as a mix engineer, what do you want to know from the band? Is there like a vision yeah, you wanna so,
1: know? A vision, I wanna know some reference tracks. I mean, that's okay. the biggest thing for us. We as mix engineers, all of us will say we reference tracks. We have a we have our own personal preferences that we listen to in the studio before we even get started in the day to, to like exercise our ears it's like a stretch before a runner goes on a run we stretch our ears in the morning or whenever we go in the mix pretend so
0: listening doesn't they're not in the music at all and they don't what's a reference track what does that
1: mean yeah so i will listen to adele's um rolling in the deep right when i get to the studio because that will get my ears um accustomed to listening to something that's very highly produced very highly mixed at a at, at a very professional level. So I will know where my what my expectation is as a mix engineer. Gotcha. So, what I need to do. What what a professional recording sounds like. Now to help maintain my perspective.
0: So you want the band to give you influences? Is another way to
1: put yeah. it. Like what are, give what me influences. Are what what did you what, what have you been listening to? What's yeah. what's something consistent for the last five years? If you've got if you've been playing your instrument for five years. Tell me tell me what you started listening to. I want to know that far back. And then I also want to know what what you're into right now. And then when you wrote this track, was there something that it reminded you of? So almost 3 references per track is what I like to get. Yeah. Because then I can help mold your sound because those are 3 bands or 3 albums or 3 songs over the course of your of of, of that bands or that that band's career so that helped mold their sound so if i can listen to those i can help mold help help understand their sound yeah a little bit more so i just don't want one to say like hey we want this to sound like like megadeth well which megadeth and then they give me a specific album and it's like okay cool but i want to know a little bit more because i just don't want to make another megadeth album because that's already been done, and it's You're been really awesome. To
0: get the essence of what they like about
1: it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because the albums and the bands we listen to that are timeless are ones that have done nothing. They have done something new. Yes. They've done nothing like they've done in the past. Right. So, how to come up with that is getting harder and harder every day. Yeah. So, as much information as I can get, but then you also have to trust me too. Yeah. It's a little bit. So, I don't want a band that's going to come in. And well, advice to a band is trust your mix engineer. Trust that they're taking it in the right direction too. Okay. Trust your trust your mix guy. Don't don't come back and say, well, this isn't anywhere close. Uh, listen to listen to what I've done in the past and make sure you're making that right decision. Because if I'm not the right guy for the job and you don't like what I've done in the past, don't expect me to be able to to meet your expectations. Yeah,
0: that's a big one. That's a big one.
1: Like, yes, I can do a lot of things. And if you give me some reference stuff, I can get it there. I can always get it there. But make sure you know what your limits are, too. Yeah. Make sure you know the limits of what you've recorded and the gear you've used and your songwriting abilities. And, and don't reference, if you're, if you're going for that Megadeth sound, don't reference. And it's your first album? Don't reference their last or their peak out, whatever their whatever their main album was that that gave them no notoriety. Mm-hmm. Go back to their first album, see where they started a little bit. Maintain that perspective a little bit. Don't I, I can't make the newest Carrie Underwood record from the very first song you're writing. I can't do that. Right. That's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It's a process. you're not there. Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. It's a process to get there. So
0: what what's one piece of advice that you could give to a young up and coming person getting into audio you know whether they want to be a producer or they want to mix records when they when they grow up
1: yes this is this is a key one um like think what? of your so you're you're an engineer you want to be an engineer you want to be a producer what tool are you going to be con you're going to be working in a software a daw whether that's logic cubase nuendo ableton pro tools that's your instrument that's if you want to be if you want to grow up and you want to be a you're aspiring pianist what do you have to do every day you gotta play piano. practice you gotta play piano every day yeah if you're going to grow up to be an aspiring engineer work in your software every day Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely
1: depending depending what you want to do that's your instrument That is your instrument. You need to know the ins and outs of that thing to be able to manipulate the sound that you're going to get in. Because there's some things you're going to get to mix, some things you're going to get to produce that are perfect, that are great, that don't need much. But there's going to be a lot of stuff you need to move around. A lot of stuff you need to do. So you need to understand your software in and out. And then if you're going to be a producer, listen every day. Listen. Listen. And also invest in your equipment. Invest in the gear. Don't don't skimp out on your monitors. I'm a big monitor person. Mm. I'm a big person on your speakers in your room. Everything else, you everything else, all this gear I have in front of me right now could disappear. As long as I have my ears, my perspective, and an accurate representation of what I'm listening to,
0: that's huge. In
1: you you can do anything. Yeah, you can do so much in the box. You look at Andrew Shep's. Mm-hmm. 100 percent if you don't know andrew ships is red hot chili peppers metallica adele everything. green day everything he's 100 percent, 100 percent in pro tools doesn't leave pro tools um but he knows his ears he knows what things are supposed to sound like so you need to listen every day i take time to go into my studio and listen to a couple tracks every day right, right. just to know different tracks whatever it is whatever indie folk playlist to pop country playlist to the metal playlist on i use title for playing stuff back but i sit and i listen and i listen and i listen and i listen Incredible. and you you gain ideas so yeah practice in your DAW every single day and and listen listen in your studio don't listen on earbuds listen listen to what you're going to be working on Sweet. what yeah love it
0: okay non-music related question The beach? Yeah. The
1: beach or the mountains? The mountains. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a reason that my wife and I moved. Before we met, we ended up in Colorado. So, yeah, I, I, I do have to say I would totally pick Colorado mountains over New Jersey or Florida or California Beach. California's got both, though, so that might be... That might it's be a tough true. call, but, but I don't know. Something back, about I would go it'd be that. mountains, yeah. mountains. Yeah, always.
0: Now, what about we'll do jungle or the desert, like tropical jungle, like rainforest, or
1: oh man, God, that's a tough one.
0: And it doesn't have to be like a barren wasteland desert. We'll say like you know, Joshua Tree or Arizona.
1: yeah, I'll say de- I'll say desert. Yeah, man, there's nothing. I, I cannot stand humidity. I know all the fuck Man, I live north. in the wrong, <laughs> not the wrong place. Man, we got we have humidity, oh, we have there. cold, we have heat, oh. we have all of it up here. So we, I mean, we get a little bit of everything that I don't like.
0: Humidity <laughs> on the east coast is just awful.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we you forget, about it, here, like, forget no, about it too. Forget about it. Dry. No, I, I I take I take the heat. I couldn't I couldn't do the humid, sticky, damp. Rainforest. Okay. Uh, Although the rainforest is a beautiful place, it's I just beautiful. I, it's, a, it's beautiful, but I, 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 I it needs to exist, <laughs> but I don't need to exist there.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay.
1: What is your favorite holiday? <sighs> favorite holiday has to be? I'd say. Man, I'd say Christmas. Mine too. Yeah. I'd say Christmas. Favorite lead up to a holiday? Halloween. Oh yeah. Dude. Right now, favorite lead up to one is oh, a Halloween. Halloween well. is amazing too. But so, I don't know. When yeah. I was a kid growing up, Christmas always meant new gear. So, so it was like it was new gear day for me. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's where it comes from. But <laughs> it just reminds you of getting good shit. <laughs> Getting, getting China cymbals and double bass pedals when I was a kid. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the last question and the most important question. Okay. And now that you have a kid, I think you'll probably have a good answer for this. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite feature-length cartoon? Fe-
1: feature-length? Yes. And what does feature...
0: So, like, you know, a Pixar movie or a Disney movie up wally
1: oh man Madden, lion my favorite okay so my favorite and this is going back to when i was growing up toy story was always yeah dude. toy story original lion king yep. my dad took me to see lion king in the theaters when i was a kid that was good um what else Man, I guess it, can you can can you do Nightmare Before Christmas? Is yeah, that, that counts. Yeah, Absolutely. that's that's oh, that's a class. That one. That's a
0: good. Um, okay, do you think that's a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie?
1: Ooh. I know technically. Christ- Christmas. Yeah, I think it's Christmas. I, I think it falls under Christmas I do
0: more because it's like where he he kind of discovers christmas
1: yeah. in the movie but it still puts you in the halloween spirit so it's like absolutely. the best for me it's like the best because it's like the halloween lead up Creepy but christmas. but going in in into christmas yeah absolutely All yeah right, and the music that, yeah that was it man That's movie that. i've been watching a lot lately because of my daughter not my favorite yeah um my little pony <laughs> that one man and that thing i can't i can't wrap my head around it it's so weird it, right? it is long it is weird and i lose if you walk away for 30 seconds you lose the story i have I will so i that. i still don't know what it's about
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. so many yeah it's, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking cartoons out there now man like dora the explorer and,
1: you know, yeah it's a
0: bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff
1: bubble guppies know. Paw Patrol, yeah. Nick Nick Jr. is kind of where we stay. Yeah, that, that's that's my my morning TV. Yeah, no more. Used to be a CNN guy in the morning, yeah, and now yeah. I'm a, a Nick Jr. guy. Like so, yeah.
0: All right, dude. Well, thanks for for coming on the show. I oh man,
1: time. thank you for having me. This is a blast.
0: Heck yeah, dude. Um, so, what can what can people or what what do you want people to know? You know, where can they find you as Instagram? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, Instagram is great. Um, What's your what is, my, uh, what is my Instagram tag? What is it? I, gotta,
0: I, have, I have it in front
1: of it, me. It changes. It changed. It changed. So josephchudyk.com, C-H-U-D-Y-K.com is the website. Uh, and then my Instagram, just we're kind of stay super updated, is josephchudyk underscore engineer.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, I'd say your Instagram so, is the best way to kind of keep keep in touch with what you're doing.
1: And yeah, see what questions. I'm doing. Um, I do get direct messages, and I do try to stay up to those. Okay. So that'd be great. You want to message me, ask me a question, happy to answer. Uh, yeah, and I do this plug-in thing every week, or I try to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to send me one so, of those so I can share it.
1: Yeah, I've got them. I'll send you. I keep them on my. I do it all on my phone. Okay. So I keep it super lo-fi, super quick, but try to get some some fun tips in there.
0: Yeah, if you uh, are an aspiring mix engineer or you're you're established one, either way, I think you'll find those posts interesting that he does. Kind
1: of yeah, it's a different. It's it's not talk about the plugin and what it does. It's how I use it. Yeah. So exactly. it's a little bit inside into in, into maybe something that I do that everybody does, or something that. It's is just me and I'm using it the wrong way that works for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I always love that when I see other engineers talk about the way they use something, not just about this is the tool and this is what it's for. I want to know how you use it. So that's what I try to do. Oh,
0: real quick. Also, can you do a, yeah. a, a quick uh, bio or a quick explanation on what your wife and you do with the, the animal rescue deal?
1: Oh, yeah. So this is this is my wife's dream. Um, And this is her brainchild, but we have Mockingbird Farm Animal Sanctuary, and it's a 501c3. We're both vegan. Um, People might give us flack for that, but whatever. Screw them. Uh, (laughs) We're both vegan, uh, and we love animals, and we love all animals. So we have a – it's our Instagram. Is it Mockingbird Hill Farm? No, not Mockingbird Hill Farm. That That is the opposite of what we are. <laughs> uh, let's see, mocking. Look this up. Oh, Mockingbird fast. Farm, N.Y. Mark- yes.
0: Byron, New York.
1: Byron, New York. Yes. Mockingbird Farm, N.Y. Um, right now we have 17 animals. They have lifetime homes here. Uh, we take in um, farm animals that potentially could go to slaughter neglected animals um, animals that don't have a home anymore we have obviously taken what we can um, there are a lot of other sanctuaries around that we can refer things to animals to as well this is on the but property. Um, this is on our property yeah so um help,
0: help you with all this
1: it man it it is just the two of us so every day we wake Excuse up uh, it's no it's just you and two your of us with all these animals? Yeah, and then uh, we have a friend, John Ted, that. who comes out. He's on our board as well. He he's known as the Vegan Zombie. Okay. Uh, him and his him and his friend Chris are both vegan chefs, and they have a massive YouTube following, hundreds of thousands that of followers. Really familiar, actually. The Vegan Zombie. Look them up. But uh, John Ted is on our board. He comes. He was out today actually helping. So um, we have we've done this logistical thing. 17 right now. So we have we have two horses, a miniature pony, two miniature donkeys, um, two chickens.
0: How do you guys do this?
1: Two pigs and we wake up early. It takes about it's about an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening to kind of get up, feed the animals, clean out the stalls, um, prep prep dinner. Yeah, farmer. Yeah, oh, wow. so oh, we love, yeah. So if you go to Mockingbird Farm NY on Instagram, you can kind of, my wife runs that page so and you can kind handle, of.
0: It's at Mark, Mockingbird Farms.
1: Farms Sanctuary. Yeah, so the handle is Mockingbird Farm Sanctuary. Yep. All one word. I guess it's it's changed. Yeah, Mockingbird Farm Sanctuary. Okay,
0: I just followed you on my personal Instagram.
1: Yep, and mockingbirdfarmny.com.
0: Hell yeah, dude
1: yeah that's
0: cool my wife will totally dig all of that she's a huge uh, yeah. person and yeah she'll, she'll love it she's a vegetarian which yeah it's
1: makes me vegetarian. Uh, amazing amazing
0: that's awesome man. yeah
1: check it out my my wife posts amazing 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 pictures and stories she's really great at posting stories oh, look at that on, cute on the page pig. so that black pig uh yeah e- pete e- 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 Pete, Pete, they all have stories. That's the other amazing thing. They all have great stories. And
0: little bear Peter Pumpkin yeah, Peter patiently waiting yeah. for more love from at the sweet something crew today. Sweet oh.
1: Praxis, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so this is all on our property. We have ten acres and we um, we devote quite a bit of it to, to the nonprofit. Um, yeah, but yeah it's we have these two massive barns so
0: that is so rad dude i can't wait i mean, to
1: about this that's that's part of that's that's part of the reason why we moved up here too so we, so we could do that we love all animals and, fantastic that's so yeah. cool man yeah well, thank you
0: thanks again for being on the show thanks
1: for being awesome on the team thank, thank you for having forward. me thank you for having me on the team yeah
0: Hell yeah. All right. We'll um, give this a few days. I have another episode to upload tonight or tomorrow morning from last okay. week. Okay. So this will be a little bit.
1: Um, well, you let me know when time. and then we'll do social media blast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll try to get out soon. I probably right. won't wait an entire week to put this one out. Maybe like three, four days. I'll probably do a few in a week kind of deal.
1: Okay, cool. Okay, awesome.
0: Anyway, I appreciate it. Everyone go Say, follow Joe on his Instagram. Say hi thank to you. him. Send a love. please say
1: hi i love this i love i love comments i love yes. direct messages so
0: and for crying out loud if you need your your songs mixed get a hold of this guy <laughs> he's highly qualified
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and there, there's there's highly four qualified. other guys that are as well so hey <laughs> man
0: all righty well uh please do us a favor go on itunes and leave a review on the podcast it means the world to us it's the only way that we can show itunes that we exist and um we appreciate the, the love and support we you know we don't take it for granted that you guys check out the show every week it means the world to me if you need anything from stateside you can contact me on my email james at StatesideMGMT. you can find stateside on instagram at stateside mgmt for all your stateside needs and we love and adore all of you thanks again joe appreciate it man
1: Thank you, James. Appreciate it as well. Bye.